Jancy, just just listening to your junk transplant episode. <laughs> I mean, they do have fake testes. I mean, right? <laughs> so it wouldn't be an empty ball sack. Um, but for ethical implications, I was just thinking, not only would it totally fuck up the family tree, <laughs> but I think it's because the guy who died would no longer have agency over his sperm. That's kind of a weird way to put it, but you know what I mean? And and can you imagine some kids totally, like, it would be really weird asking, how did I come to be if so-and-so in the family tree died before so-and-so got pregnant? Do you know what I mean? It just would be really, really weird. And a whole bunch of weird questions would open up. And I just think it's it's about that guy not being able to choose, you know? And if women have a right to choose, don't men have a right to choose? Brother, this is like, uh, so I'm a nurse. I think this is amazing, first of all. I mean, technology, science, medical care is through the goddamn roof. But the only real question is, is the second one bigger? That's all I need to know. Is the second, is this new transplanted one bigger? Hey, my fellow weirdos, this is Jonesy, and I want to thank you guys for calling in and email, emailing me, um, mostly about that story I did yesterday about testicle transplants and why that is unethical. Um, so I got a couple call-ins I posted. I can't post everybody's, and <clears throat> so I've had to kind of nitpick, and I've chosen the shorter ones this time because there's just so many. Uh, I'm going to read an email as well from Amy Mitchell, uh, who writes, Dear Jonesy, there are a few reasons to add the scrotum and not the testes. They more than likely gave this soldier testy implants, but specifically for aesthetic appeal. It must be detrimental to lose something so defining of one's humanity as genitals. It shapes our minds, and this man probably lost a lot once losing his genitals. Yes, he probably lost a lot in the war, and um, so you got to give him some genitals at the end of the day. We can't have soldiers losing their genitalia and then coming back, and then we give him an empty sack. No, we got to get him out there looking good. This is for aesthetic reasons, as you say. So it, it sounds like Amy's suggesting that w- there are testy implants uh, for aesthetic appeal only, but they don't work uh, exactly. So, um, ah, very interesting. They're kind of like mine then, because I had a vasectomy, um, so my my testicles uh, technically don't really work either. (laughs) Did I share too much? Is this TMI, guys? It's TMI. (laughs) So uh, listen, if you guys want to call in or email me, I love to hear from you, especially when it's a um, you know when you have a a very passionate take on a story that I cover, um, like the testicle one. (laughs) Did I just say that? That sounds so. Are we? We're so immature. We're all like, oh, yeah, let's talk about testes. Uh, my email is funnyjones at gmail.com, and my Google number is 646-450-2012. Call me anytime. If you want to just give me a compliment or tell me I'm an idiot, I, I like those too. No one's told me I'm – I haven't gotten too many calls saying that I'm a dummy, and uh, I would like a couple of those because I want to publish those, please. I think that's funny. So please call me and tell me I'm an, I'm an idiot. But not just that I'm an idiot. Tell me why I'm an idiot. I know I am. And I'm pretty sure I know the reasons. <laughs> I'd love to hear from you guys. And I hope you're enjoying Weird AF News. Follow me on all the social medias. Instagram at Funny Jones, one word. Twitter at Funny Jones. And Facebook, Comedian Jonesy, one word. And uh, my website is jonesy.com. 
A couple of you sent me links to this article, and I thank you for that. Doing your research, guys. You guys are really into weird. I'm not enough to get your weird fix. You got to go digging around and read other weird articles without me. I feel like I've been cheated on. <laughs> so here's the title to this one, and it's a good one. A man who stole $1.2 million in fajitas has been sentenced to 50 years in prison. That is a lot of fajitas. Let's say a fajita is a dollar. That's over a million fajitas. Where are you putting all this shit? You can't eat that many. I wonder if he like took them to a third world country and just passed them out to hungry people. And then I would think that would be amazing. And I, and I, I would say that you, sh- you shouldn't put him in jail for that. He's saving mankind. Although, who did he steal the fajitas from? I need to find out about this. This guy can't eat them all himself, by the way. This is too many fajitas. How big is this guy's family? I don't understand. Lots of questions here, guys, about how, where the fajitas went, where do they come from. A former Texas Juvenile Center employee confessed to stealing $1.2 million in fajitas. Oh, he confessed to it. Jeez, they must have had him by the, they had him by the ropes, guys. They were, <laughs> it was very effective cross-examination. <clears throat> Officers last summer found fajitas in the fridge of a Mr. Gilberto Escamilla who at the time was an employee of the Cameron County Juvenile Justice Department. He later admitted to stealing and reselling this marinated meat over many years. Quote, It was selfish. It started small and got bigger and out of control. I got to the point where I couldn't control it anymore. I was selling fajitas left and right every day. I was stealing five, six, seven every day, stealing them, bringing them home, selling them on the eBay. (laughs) I couldn't stop myself. Out of control. Just a compulsive fajita stealing and selling thing that I had. <laughs> uh, only half of that quote is actually, actually only about one eighth of that quote is actually accurate, and I improv the rest of it. <laughs> he basically just said it got out of control. Now, look, I don't know if there's a condition uh, called obsessive fajita stealing syndrome, but if there is, his lawyers and doctors are going to get on the case. <laughs> obsessive stealing fajitas. O S F. S. O-S-F-S. Obsessive Stealing Fajita Syndrome. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so this is, there's some backstory to this. Like, there was actually a, a situation where they caught him out there with 800 pounds of fajitas. It was uh, an 800-pound fajita delivery sparked confusion last summer when it arrived at the juvenile center, which is about 10 miles north of the Mexico border. And that's because the center didn't even serve fajitas. So an 800-pound fajita delivery arrived at one point, and it was like, they were like, this is weird. We don't serve fajitas. Now, Escamilla, the employee who usually receives such orders, had taken the day off. A trail of invoices and vouchers eventually led investigators to Escamilla and totaling a theft of $1.251578, over $1.2 million dollars. Cameron County Assistant District Attorney Peter Gilman asked for the 50-year sentencing to send a, quote, strong message, the newspaper reported. Oh, a strong message? Why, is fajita stealing such a... is running rampant in Texas? We gotta send a strong message to these fajita-stealing mofos. Fajita's been stealing left and right. That's what's been going on. Let's send a strong message and put this guy away forever for... (laughs) Fajitas equals 50 years. 50 years fajitas! (laughs) I don't know. I don't think this guy should get 50 years. I think that's a little, that's just a little harsh, I think. 50 years? People go to 50 years for murder. This guy didn't murder anybody. He just stole some fajitas. What do you guys think, my weirdos? A monkey cannot sue for copyright infringement of selfies, a court rules. 
How did this even come about? This is so bizarre. What is a monkey doing taking selfies in the first place? Is this real? I can't understand this. Let's get into it. A federal appeals court decided unanimously Monday that animals may not sue for copyright protection. How does an animal sue? An animal gets an attorney? What is this? What is going on here? The ruling came in the case of a monkey that took selfies with a wildlife photographer's camera. The photographer later published these photos. All right. Was that an accident or did the wildlife photographer like purposely give the monkey the camera and like have the monkey somehow take fo- selfies? Well, an animal rights group sued, charging that the monkey owned the copyright because it took the pictures. Whoa, 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 whoa. So an animal rights group stepped in and was like, we're suing on behalf of the monkey. Let me tell you something, animal rights activists, and there's a lot of other activists out there. You have way too much goddamn time on your hands. You really do. There's real problems out there, okay? The earth is in a, in a perilous state at the moment. In 50 years from now, there's going to be more plastic than fish in the ocean. And you're, you're organizing a lawsuit over a, a monkey taking a picture by accident, probably. What are you doing, animal rights activists? Oh, man. You know, it's, they're so smug, too, those rights activists. They think they're, yeah, we're helping the world. No, you're not helping the world at all. You're just creating more headaches. Wasting the public's resources, idiots. They said, we must determine whether a monkey may sue humans, corporations, and companies for damages, and injunctive relief arising from claims of copyright infringement. Whoa, 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 okay. That was a judge that said that. Uh, We conclude that this monkey and all animals, since they are not human, lack statutory standing under the Copyright Act. Yeah, no shit! Because they're not humans. All animals, not humans. They don't get human rights. Hello? The Constitution and the Bill of Rights is for humanity. In case case you're wondering, animal rights activists, what's next? (laughs) All right. I'm getting a little out of control here. Um, here's Here's how it went down with the photos. The plaintiff is Naruto, a seven-year-old macaw living in a reserve in, 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 in Indonesia. They should never put the word in in Indonesia next to each other. It just creates a complicated verbal, um, you know, hula hoop you got to jump through here. So this seven-year-old monkey purportedly took several photos of itself in 2011 when wildlife photographer David Slater left his camera unattended. Oh, okay, so just picked up the camera and started taking photos. These monkeys are smart, man. He's lucky they didn't run away with the camera because they've been stealing stuff. I've read that they've been stealing babies in India. It's like a big problem. In, in Indonesia, there we go again, in Indonesia, in India, monkeys steal babies. One of them, one story I came across, they stole a baby and then dropped it down a well. Oh, terrible. Anyways, careful with your belongings when you're around these monkeys because they take it. Who knew that they would take selfies? God, these monkeys are just like millennials. So people for the ethical treatment of animals known as PETA uh, sued the photographer in 2015, back then arguing the copyright belonged to the animal. The group and Slater later settled the case out of court, but the Ninth Circuit decided to rule on this matter anyways, and that happened, it took a while. Again, a waste of resources, you know, because PETA has to get to to sue because they're idiots, this poor judge who has probably better things to do than decide whether or not, you know, an animal can uh, sue over copyright infringement, you know, as now has to devote his or her time and the resources of taxpayers to deciding this crap. Idiots, PETA! Idiots! The concept of expanding actual property rights and rights broadly 
to animals necessitates resolving what duties also come with those rights, the judge wrote. And because animals cannot communicate in our language, who stands in their shoes? Well, PETA apparently stands in their shoes because they got nothing fucking better to do. My goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting a little out of control here. But man, come on. Get a life. While we're on the topic of testicles, did you know there's a testicle festival? Yes, it's in Montana. And people love this festival. They go there and they eat testicles. I swear to God. The testicle festival, though, I have to tell you, you're going to be disappointed. It's been canceled this year. Uh, after 35 years of Testy Fest, finally canceled. Why? Why was it canceled? Let's find out. Because of legalities. After a spate of legal action, social media confusion, and general debauchery, the Testicle Festival, just outside of Clinton, Montana, will no longer be asking the patrons to come and have a ball or two. Wow, that's very punny of the writer here. The Rowdy Festival's closure after 35 years in action was first reported on Monday. According to a newspaper, a drop in attendance and several high-profile incidents led to this decision. Ooh, incidents. What could that be? Mm. Matt Powers, who owns the Rock Creek Lodge where the festival takes place, told the news article, the news outlet rather, that increasing social media use was an issue for some longtime patrons who wanted to, quote, disconnect and not have to see their actions publicized in social media posts. What actions? What are they doing? They're just eating... The balls, the Rocky Mountain Oysters, as they call them, right? And that's a common thing to do up there, apparently. So what are they ashamed of? The festival's facing a lawsuit as well after two people were killed when a patron grabbing the steering wheel of a shuttle back to town at last year's event flipped the vehicle. My God, what's going on here? Along with drink, drinking and driving-related incidents, the festival has also been the scene of a number of stabbings. What? Stabbings? This is crazy. What is it? When you, you eat these testicles and it just gets your testosterone going. They're just over the top, ODing on testosterone and then stabbing each other. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Now Powers, who ran the festival for a long time, says he's planning on going into the medical marijuana business, saying that he thought it would be safer. <laughs> this is crazy. Marijuana is safer than balls. <sighs> on his Facebook page, the Powers, the, uh, the guy in charge of the festival, like I said, uh, wrote... The staff, the patrons, the event will be missed. Anyone that knows me knows the reasons are many. There wouldn't be one reason to shut down the festival and apologies to all. This is crazy. I want to know what what this festival was like. I want to find some video of it and just, I don't know, what what's going on? They just serve these balls? I feel like there's got to be a lot of booze being drank when you eat these balls too because people are stabbing each other and flipping over carts. Like, there's got to be. One, of the, one user joked that it was probably the most Montanan of all festivals. It celebrated masculine castration, anxiety, heavy alcohol use, and of course, random violence. Well, yeah, so the alcohol abuse is obviously a thing at, at, a, at a balls festival. <laughs> and unfor it's unfortunate, but, but many locals will miss the event. Well, listen, guys, and, and if you were planning on going this year, if you happen to live in Montana, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but the testicle fest, test fest, as I'm going to call it, is, is canceled for here on out. Well, this is room for a new fest. If you want to establish your own testy fest, just get on board. You could, use the, you could use the testicles that have been transplanted. Call it a transplanted testy fest. <laughs> We're only serving testies that have been transplanted. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyways, weird. A-F-News. You're welcome. <laughs>